I'm Derek. And I'm Melissa. And you're listening to 7 Minutes on Earth. And our time starts in 3, 2, 1. Episode 9, House Rules. Well, Melissa, there's a lot of people out there who have different rules for their homes. Yes, they do. And when you and I were first married and Mm -hmm. we had a baby on the way, we spent a lot of time and thought and discussion and consideration on what our house rules would be. Right. Some people have 10 rules. Some Mm -hmm. people make up their rules as they go. Right. Uh, We opted for three rules. Mm -hmm. And I thought in this episode, it might be helpful for people to hear what we did. This is not a prescription. Mm -hmm. This is a description of... um, what we did, yeah, what we found effective, but it they were they were so effective that they lasted for all the boys' childhood mm-hmm. until they graduated from high school, and they were so effective that we're going to keep them for grandkids, right, right. So uh, let's just go through these three house rules, and especially the why. Why did we land on these? Why don't you mm-hmm. take rule number one? Okay, well, n- rule number one is no lying. And um, unfortunately, if you have children, you know this. Um, if you're expecting children, you're going to become a parent. You will discover this. Children do not need to be taught how to lie. It comes naturally. And as a parent, it can be very frustrating trying to uh, deal with the lying, trying to teach your kids to be truthful. So we just thought, you know, at the start, we're going to say this is rule number one, absolutely no lying. Yeah. There's uh, the story of the boy who cried wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah cries too many times. And then when he needs to be believed, he's not believed. He's not believed. That's really the challenge from the perspective of the child is Mm -hmm. that when they need to be heard and trusted, that the adults having been lied to so many times may not trust them. Right. Uh, The other thing is I know a lot of parents like, well, I trust my son or my daughter implicitly. (laughs) They'll never lie to me. Okay. Good luck with that. Right. Right. And so, uh, we were pretty strident on this, right. you know, and we reinforced it young mm-hmm. and um, all throughout their life. And if they did lie, we would say things like, well, your credibility bank is to zero. Right. Yeah. So you're going to have to earn trust from the mm-hmm. bottom up again. Yeah. And that meant, you know, I want to go do this. Can I do, go do that? Well, I can't trust you. So right. no. Yeah. Yeah. So we just reinforce it in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Rule number two. Rule number two is eat what's on your plate. Eat what's on your plate. Um, why in the world would we decide to have a rule, our second house rule, be about food? Well, I mean, when you start out, um, we're not running a restaurant, obviously. So it's like, this is what's for dinner. But secondly, I think it was also to um, teach value to food. I mean, we have so many choices today about what we could eat that you can really pick and choose. And we just, number, you know, personally, I didn't want to raise picky eaters. But if they were ever in a situation where um, they were at someone's house and they were being served something, we didn't want them to think, I'm not going to eat that. Yeah, it's funny how little things um, can actually have great meaning and and they can instill a value that's applicable in lots of different situations. Right. I think the way that families eat together uh, is important and it it helps kids socialize well, but Mm -hmm. you're teaching some life lessons. Right. When, uh, When I was 10... Um, I was, you, you know, your taste, well, for, before I say that your taste buds change every five years. Yes, they do. Okay. So, um, I'm no longer allergic to what I used to be allergic to, but when I was 10, I hated watermelon and cucumber Okay. and I would throw up every time I had cucumber. And it occurred to me that I may find myself one day in a situation with a poor family right? and that may be all they have to serve yeah. and they will give it with a smile on their face because they're excited for me to eat what they have. Yeah. And to reject that mm-hmm. uh, would really be a slap in the face to them. Yeah. And so I asked my parents if for a week they would serve me watermelon and cucumber, which they gladly did, maybe just to see what would happen. But, 
Yeah. Also because they understood what I was going for. Right. I, was, I was trying to train myself. The first three days, I threw up quite a bit. Um, but by days four and five, I could keep it down. And days six and seven, I could ask for seconds with a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't take anything beyond that. I didn't suddenly grow. There's, this story doesn't end with Derek suddenly loving water. has a love for cucumbers and watermelon. Um, but it was a key moment. It was one week out of my life, but uh-huh. it paid huge dividends later on. Right. Uh, years, years later, when I was a pastor, I was invited to the Ukraine on a summer missions trip. Mm-hmm. And um, the Ukrainians that I was with, they, they hadn't been paid by the government for months. And really all they had to offer, which they were incredibly gracious and glad to offer, were what they were growing in the garden. Mm-hmm. And what they were growing in the garden was... Watermelon and cucumber. Watermelon and cucumber. And I was so grateful in that moment. Yeah. Just to be taught the value and to train myself in the value of and had parents that supported me in that of really um, understanding the importance of food in the social world. Yeah, yeah. Rule number three. Um, be polite. Be polite. Be polite. Now, uh, again, this is not something that's very popular today. <laughs> um, I have a uh, the privilege of getting to relate to a lot of kids. Uh-huh. I love kids, man. I do. I, I love the way that they're honest and for the most part, mm-hmm. uh, but at least genuine in their reaction. If they don't like something, you know they don't like something. Right, yeah. What I've noticed through the years, though, is that Rudeness has become acceptable. Yeah. A, a young man who doesn't look you in the eye. Uh-huh. Some kid who says, hey, say hi to so-and-so, and they decide to run off. They don't respond. They yeah. don't respond. Or kids just behaving, screaming, behaving rudely in front of others. And um, politeness is underrated today. Mm-hmm. We thought it was really important for the boys to say thank you and please. And uh-huh. Don't slam the door. and. Mm-hmm. Give your brother a hug when you right. get a gift. And right. Or speak to someone when you're being spoken to. That's right. You know? And this really helped them, I think, Yeah. in life. They understood the power and the importance of serving, the importance mm-hmm. of uh, really developing good social skills. Yeah, yeah. And, and knowing what to say and what not to say. Mm-hmm. Now, we didn't take it as far as the Deep South. Right. In the Deep South, what do they say? They say, yes, ma'am. No, sir. Yes, sir. I yeah. mean, it's... To it's, their parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's a way, again, the South has understood there's a va- uh-huh. there's a value here in the way that you address someone who's older than you uh-huh. or address just someone else at all. Right. Um, we didn't go quite that far because mm-hmm. uh, we didn't feel that was necessary and we weren't from the Deep South. Mm-hmm. But we did ask that the boys be polite. Yeah. They had to be polite at the family table. They needed to be polite um, when they were with each other. They needed mm-hmm. to be polite when they were with us. Didn't always work. Right. Uh, right. It's not to say that our kids never lied. It's not to say our kids never ate everything. It's not mm-hmm. to say that our kids were always polite. But it is to say that the family culture really emphasized those things, and the boys learned from them. Mm-hmm. And um, they served us well throughout the years. Yeah, yeah. I think those were one of the smarter decisions we ever made as parents. Right, right. They were good lessons. So if this helps you, man, feel free to borrow them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>